0: Hello friends. Welcome back to another episode of Midwest Madness, your true crime cult
1: conspiracy encrypted podcast. I'm Emily and I'm Danielle. And if you hear a lot of wrestling, it's because I'm wearing a coat. <laughs> we hope you had a great week. <laughs> I was just moving a lot. So anything I like it was noisy.
0: You have the night. You have two, you had two days off of work.
1: Yeah, I did. Did what? you do anything fun
0: over the weekend?
1: Um, it, that would be this upcoming weekend. Yeah, I'm doing I'm dog sitting for one night. Um, just from Friday to Saturday, two dogs, um, I'm hoping that they have a fence now because when I stayed there this summer, I had to go out with them every time they wanted to go out and, um, the mosquitoes weren't bad, but they were bad where I was cause it was like right by the lake and I was getting eaten alive. And so I don't really want to have to go stand in the snow in the dark while they do their business i i know you have to I, but, I mean. but you love him <laughs> yeah. because he's your son and <laughs> these are not my children so yeah that's true it's it hits a little different you know yeah so um i it's gonna be fine like uh, the house is super cool it's like a log cabin house cool it's really interesting so nice yeah what about you do you have any plans for this upcoming weekend it was slash last weekend? supposed to be the fishing tourney Oh, the cease one. Yeah, but it's canceled, which makes sense because we basically just got ice. Yeah, and like it's supposed to ago. be like thirties,
0: thirty Ooh. high thirties this whole week. So they're like, it's gonna not. It's just not gonna be safe. So, yeah. um, uh, but it's one of our friend's birthdays, so we're gonna just pivot and do something fun else. So nice, so smart. I'll still be doing something, just not a fishing tourney.
1: And We finally got our. Wild game scheduled. Yep. For March. Pretty jazz about that. Yes, ma'am. Hopefully ma'am. it's a good game.
0: I'm sure it will be. So yeah, that's all I that's all I got. All right. I don't have <laughs> anything else to say. <laughs> oh, it's <was> hilarious.
1: Um <laughs> so okay. My story, I, I was telling you this earlier. Doesn't really take place in the Midwest.
0: Yes, but I'm assuming there's some Midwest connection.
1: Yes. Our main character is from Ohio. Okay. Uh so it was on my list. I was a little confused as I was researching because I was like, why did I pick this? Like there's why is this on my list? Like, there's nothing in the Midwest. I don't understand. And then something else happened in the midwest. So, I don't want to like spoil anything, so I'm not going to go into specifics quite yet, but you'll catch up. If so, it makes sense.
0: From the midwest and something does happen in the midwest. Yes. Okay. But a majority But it just takes a second to get to the midwest. Yeah, a majority
1: of it. this happens in the south. Okay. So, this is the story of Margot Freshwater. So Margot was 18 years old from Ohio in nineteen sixty-six and had gone down to Memphis, Tennessee, to find a lawyer for her boyfriend. She her boyfriend was currently in prison and Margot was broke as a joke, had no money, didn't have anywhere to stay, like nothing. So I'm also broke as a joke. I amen like. to that. <laughs> Uh, So, she finds this lawyer named Glenn Nash. He's 41 years old. And he agrees to go pro bono. Sorry, I forgot what it was called. For her, ca- her boyfriend's case. And also, being the stand-up dude he is, he puts her up in a boarding house. So in in Memphis, Memphis? yeah.
0: What do you know where her boyfriend's in jail?
1: No, somewhere in Tennessee would be my assumption. Okay. Otherwise, it doesn't make sense that she would have been in Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for a lawyer. Yeah. But now Glenn Nash also wasn't exactly crushing it. He was an alcoholic who was under investigation by the Memphis Bar Association for misconduct. He had started to believe that members of the Memphis Bar Association or, um, as it was often called, agents of the Memphis Bar Association were conspiring against him. This was never proven to be true. So, grain of salt there. He fully believed that they were out to get him. Okay. So, he wasn't exactly able to afford to take on Margot's case pro bono, but he still did and then also again set her up in that local boarding house and was paying for it. The two then started to have a torrid affair. I uh, kind of the two were that was coming. yeah, the two were hot and heavy. While this was going on, Glenn began to get more and more paranoid about the agents of the Memphis bar being after him. And it all came to a head one night when Glenn told the landlady at Margot's boarding house that they were going to go bowling. But instead, the pair went on a three state crime spree, starting at a liquor store. Dude, what? <laughs> this is
0: not where I was expecting this story to go.
1: Nope. She gets wild and she gets wild fast, bunny. <laughs> so Glenn holds up this liquor store in town while Margot watches. He has her stay at the front of the store, and then brought the employee, a man named Hillman Robbins, to sorry, ooh, okay, to the back of the store where Glenn accused Hillman of being an agent of the Memphis Bar Associ- Association. Now, I don't think it's going to surprise you when I tell you that that's not true. He had no association to them. He was not affiliated with them in any way, shape, or form. He was just. He was a cashier.
0: He's like, dude, what? Yeah.
1: So, this guy's Delulu. Oh, yeah.
0: 100%. I mean, I'm a little Delulu too, but not in this way.
1: <laughs> right. Like in the fun way. In the right. Fun way, yeah. yeah. Me too. Where I'm like,
0: <laughs> you know, this man I've never met in my life is going to fall in love with me.
1: Exactly. Yeah. The fun kind of Delulu. Yeah. <laughs> I often say there's a celebrity and I'm like, oh, yeah. Second wife, life, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I get it. All right. So someone comes into the liquor store while Glenn is in the back with Hillman. And instead of actually doing anything to like warn anybody what's going on or like help the poor kid, or well, guy, I guess I don't know how old he is. I assume he's over 21. Because right. don't you have to be over 21 to work at a bar or a liquor store?
0: I don't know. It might be eight because it's 18 to serve alcohol. Okay, so it could be eighteen. Okay,
1: but I so don't know to be honest. Young man, it could be different. He's not sixteen. Is I guess what I'm yeah. saying. So Margot just serves a new customer and Wait, sends she, him on his way.
0: She she works.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Uh-huh. She, uh huh. Yep. She was just like, "Here you go. Here's your." Uh, Does she charge twelve him for pack? It? <laughs> yeah, she like literally like worked as the cashier. What
0: the hell? I would have just been like, take it.
1: I think she was trying to not race suspicions but i don't know that for sure Margot and glenn hurry out of the liquor store jump into a white truck and speed off inside the store hillman was found tied up and shot five times in the oh, head oh
0: damn it i was hoping he was gonna be
1: alive he had been shot with two different guns a 22 and a 38 12 days later a nearly identical scene plays out at a gas station this time the victim is Esther Boya, and she had been shot in the neck. After finding Glenn's car abandoned on the side of the road in Florida, the police connect the murder, as well as some bullet shells that were used, and the same rope and um, that were used in Glenn or not sorry in Hillman's murder. So let me. Let me say that again because that was confusing. So, police find Glenn's car in Florida Mm -hmm. after the murder of Esther and the murder of Hillman. Inside the car, they find shell casings and rope that match the Hillman scene. Okay. Police trace the car back to Glenn Nash and an APB is put out for him. Unfortunately, before... Glenn and Margot are found. They murder C.C. Surrett, a taxi driver who had picked the couple up after Glenn's car broke down. Glenn and Margot are arrested after police follow a hunch to stake out a local bus station in hopes that the pair would be looking for a way out of town and without a car that they would use the buses. Both Glenn and Margot were charged with the murder of C.C. And I think that... The reason they only charged them with the one was, it's kind of that idea of like, if we don't get them for this one, we'll try them for yeah. Esther. If we don't get them for Esther, we'll try them for Hillman. Yeah. Kind of a situation, right? Yeah. So, the, in this case, Nash was found, or sorry, Glenn Nash was in, fo- was found incompetent to stand trial by reason of insanity.
0: I mean, honestly, I'm not super...
1: No, not surprised. not overly shocking. I mean, he was definitely having some some sort of mental mental snap, yeah, of some sort, right? Or, like yeah. if it was alcohol induced, if it was just midlife, not midlife crisis, but like you know something because of his age had snapped or whatever. Like clearly, he was not all there he anymore.
0: Was in his right mind, right? The fact that he accused a liquor store worker.
1: Of being part of... of, Yeah, an agent of this association doesn't really make sense. no. So he is incarcerated in a mental facility. Okay. Margo was tried and testified that she was held against her will with Glenn, threatening to kill her. The first two times that she was tried, it came back as a hung jury. But the third trial, which happened three years later and was actually for the death of Hillman not of CC came back with a conviction and she was charged with 99 years in state prison. Oh, good. So if you thought that this was where the story ended, you'd be wrong.
0: Should I take back my "oh, good?
1: <laughs> well, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. So on, October 4th, 1970, Margot and another inmate escaped from the Tennessee State Prison when they took off from a group of women and an unarmed guard. The guard had decided to stay with the other prisoners rather than go after Margot and the other woman, and he called for backup to go after the runners, but by the time backup arrived, it was too late.
0: What would you have done?
1: I feel like he made the right choice. I do too. Yeah. Because like you have to take into account like, okay, these two women, their crimes were X, Y, and Z. And then I have this whole group of other people like, where's the greater risk, right? Is it this bigger group and I can keep them all contained? Or is it these two that I've just taken off and like how far are they really going to get? Yeah. Well. Far. (laughs) Far. Turns out Margot got pretty damn far because uh, thirty-two years later, what in two thousand and two, a tip comes in to police that a woman named Tanya Hudkins McCarter, who was the mother of four and grandmother of seven, was actually wanted fugitive Margot Freshwater. Stop. She was living in Ohio.
0: You're kidding me. <laughs> thirty-two years. Thirty-two years did later. They, so they had to have caught the other one. They did. Oh my but god. But they did not catch Margot. That's crazy.
1: <laughs> I know. So after some digging, police were able to make a positive ID and arrested Margot uh, in, I believe it was a parking lot after like a dinner out with her family. Do you think her family like obviously her family, Our family didn't had know. no idea?
0: Oh, could had you no idea?
1: Imagine. You're out to you with your grandma. <laughs> When
0: you put it that way, like, could you imagine we were just like out to eat with Grandma Judy
1: <laughs> at that little Mexican place in Cloquet? Yeah, <laughs> we come outside and there's like a SWAT team. They're like, "Ma'am, you need to come." <laughs> Judith Pru. I would have been like, "Put your hands." Oh, actually, no, it was actually Judy. It wasn't Judith. Judy Pru. Put your hands up. I'd been like, "Sir, you."
0: My grandma likes happy hour,
1: <laughs> and dogs. Her dogs
0: and getting <laughs> her nails done. Like you were mistaken. <laughs> Uh,
1: she just had a marg what do you mean yeah (laughs) it was the size of her head sorry (laughs) took two hands for her to lift the damn thing what are you talking about
0: and that's not to mention the the wine she had before we left the house
1: (laughs) and the fact that she's using a walker right now give me a break (laughs) what are you talking about so in october of 2011 Margot, whose conviction had been thrown out pled guilty to first degree murder in a quote best interest unquote plea claiming that she didn't kill anyone but was pleading guilty in order to get back to her family she was given 25 years and was able to get out on parole due to time served and as of the last information that i could find on Margot, she was heading back to ohio where she was going to be living with her husband, a man she'd only been married to for about 18 months at the time of her arrest. She served around 12 years in prison before her release. And that is the story of Margo Freshwater.
0: OK <laughs> So you're telling me she, you can get you can get charged for ni- or sentenced to 99 years. Uh-huh.
1: Serve 12. Uh-huh. Escape for 32. Oh no no, she didn't even serve 12. She served like a couple months. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Cuz she was caught in 2002 and then as of 20 uh No, I'm talking about before she escaped. Yeah, she didn't she served like months. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Cuz remember she so but What did what was the last
0: sentence you said about 12 years?
1: So okay, so she served just a couple of months before she escaped because the crime spree started in 66. Mm-hmm. They were caught. And then three years later, she was charged. So she was in jail for that amount of time. Okay. So that was in the 70s, yep. 1970. She escapes in 1970 and then is caught again in 2002. Serves the 10, 11, 10 years, 9 years. It
0: was released in.
1: And then was released in 2011. Okay.
0: That's where I got confused.
1: Yeah. So yeah. it's like a grand total from before escape and after years. escape. It was 12 years.
0: So basically you can. Well, they threw out her conviction and murder and escape.
1: They threw out her conviction, though.
0: Yeah, I know. I get it. So it's just, it's just wild to me.
1: Yeah. I I do have doubts that she actually committed the crime. I, I think. That she could have definitely been another victim, and I think you that's do. oh for sure she was eighteen. That's he true. He was forty-one, and delusional as hell. Yeah, like, that's true. I I just
0: it's just such a convenient.
1: And then she, but then know. also she lived a whole life, life without getting in any more trouble. Anything, yeah. So like, I just I don't know. I I can't. Do you think the boyfriend in prison was like dodged a bullet there? Maybe. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. I just... Or was he like, uh, you just... You left me.
0: You left me here to hang. Yeah,
1: I... Because I don't know how much of it was actually her fault, right? Like, she was in a desperate situation, and...
0: I guess that's the thing about these kinds of things, is we'll never
1: really know. Right. Because, like, you have two sides of every story, and they're probably both lies.
0: The only person who really knows is her. Right. So. Did what is i'm assuming the other guy died
1: uh i don't have any other information on him but i would assume so he was in his 40s when it happened
0: and he was in the facility forever
1: i i didn't find anything about him getting released or anything so but i i'm gonna be honest with you i didn't look too hard i was more concerned concerned about her story got it my sources were unsolved.com rooters.com and dispatch.com
0: unsolved why
1: uh, it was before she was found, oh, okay, and then there was, okay. like, an update. and So done. we both
0: used Unsolved yeah. this time. Yeah. That's crazy. Cool. Our socials. funkin things. Our MW Madness podcast on Instagram and Gmail, and the Midwest Madness podcast group on Facebook. And, yeah. Yep. Cool. You guys, we hope you have a great rest of your week we're yes. getting into february here oh my god so we're gonna have to start talking about our trip and our schedules here yes i think it actually might work out but i'm not 100 percent sure so we'll fingers just have crossed to double check yep all right guys have a great week we'll talk to you next tuesday bye